Hello, everyone. Thank you for being a part of today's taping of the Full Body Health Initiative. Um, today, I wanted to talk about uh, physical activity and how physical activity uh, plays into good health. And most people know that. Most people, you don't need to tell that they need to exercise in order to be healthy, right? But there's so many things that exercise is shown through study to improve in one's life. And so these are some of the things that I wanted to talk about today. Um, how physical activity plays into health. Um, so in some of my past podcasts, you can go back, right? I'm going to post a link to go back and listen to some of the previous shows. And some of the previous shows t- talked about things like joy and how that contributes to health, education, how that contributed to health, um, how finances contribute to health, spirituality, and so on. There's so many different things. And the reason why I cover these things is because I want you to know that health is just not a, a, a formula if, that if you exercise and you eat decent, that you're going to lose weight. And in a lot of instances, you will. But sometimes there's other things that are going on, underlining things that we don't really know about. And some of these other areas that I talk about on some of the other podcasts, like joy, education, finance, spirituality, uh, your career, your home environment, some of these things, because they're toxic in our lives, causes us to gain weight or not to be able to lose weight. Because when we're stressed out, right, we produce this fat hormone called cortisol, which causes belly fat in a lot of men. And uh, no matter how much we exercise, no matter how well we eat, we are not able to lose that additional fat sometimes because we need to get some of these other areas in our lives in check. We need to figure out how to produce more joy in our lives or how education, and I don't mean degrees, I mean just learning about health, nutrition, uh, gut health, and some of these other areas will improve your overall health. How finances can contribute to poor health. If you're stressed about, um, uh, you know, uh, struggling in your life or you're in a career that you're not happy in, there's so many areas in our lives besides physical exercise and eating right that contribute to not being able to lose weight. Sometimes it can be um, unhealthy gut. You know, a lot of the saying is that the gut is considered the second brain. And a lot of times when we can't lose weight, we need to heal the lining of our gut first and then our bodies will start to act right, start to process foods correctly and, and, and control our metabolism and all those things. And then we'll start dropping weight, right? And so what I wanted to talk about today again is physical activity and how physical activity improves health. And so some of the areas that I wanted to talk about is obviously I'm going to name off a few areas that physical activity improves. And one, the major thing is, is that it reduces stress, right? There's so many people that are stressed out today with the COVID-19 thing, losing jobs, struggling financially. Um, Again, being in careers that they're unhappy in, people not cooking at home and eating fast food is huge, right? We don't know what they're putting in our food, right? We go to McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Burger King, Taco Bell. We go to all these places and we eat food there and we don't know what's in, what they're cooking, what, what, what type of oils they're using and so on. And so, um, Physical activity helps uh, to relieve stress. It produces happiness in us as well, right? It's, it, it, it raises our, again, our serotonin, which is, a, which is 
which is a depression thing. When our serotonin's low, sometimes it causes depression. So it helps to control those things. It lowers levels of loneliness as well. You know, it, it just makes us more happier when we're exercising, right? You go to the gym, you get to meet people in the gym and you just feel better when you're there. It helps to prevent depression. It also helps again to reduce anxiety and so many things. So there's a study that shows that just 15 minutes of walking can reduce major depression by 26%. And you think about that, 26% is huge, right? Just as simple as walking 15 minutes a day. And most people that I help in my coaching sessions, I tell them, you know, after dinner with your family, go out for a walk around the block. It's not about um, vigorously exercising to the point where you can't breathe and all those things. It's this simple thing of just, just establishing a routine and staying with it. You know, and, and just going out for a walk around the block after dinner is a great way to relieve stress. It's a great thing for family time, and it does help with depression, 26%. Exercise boosts endorphins, as I talked about before, and it, they help you to relax. Um, it just feeds more pleasure, um, reduces less pain, and, and again, reduces that thing called cortisol, right? Our bodies need cortisol to a point. But then when it's overproduction, right? We in this fight or flight syndrome all the time where we're always on heightened alert, like we're being chased by a bear, that cortisol is consistently being produced in the body and it's causing all kinds of problems, right? Muscle soreness and, and weight gain and, and raising our cholesterol and can it ultimately cause different things like heart attacks and strokes and so on. So we have to figure out a way to get these things in check. Exercise also, helps your, your brain increase dopamine and serotonin, which is the, these, these um, um, which in turn makes us more happy, right? It, it, and it just, just gives us that overall sense of peace. Um, some of the things that we can do um, to foster more exercise is, first of all, I'd like to say you consult your physician to make sure that you're healthy enough to take on an exercise program. I always say start really slow when you start to exercise because you don't know how your body's going to react to it, especially if you haven't exercised in years. You've been, um, I'd say, um, a couch potato or you sit, at all, you sit at work all the time and you don't really get up and exercise or you come home and you just watch TV. You should absolutely make sure that you're healthy enough, first of all, to take on a vigorous program. So consult your physician first. This is informational only, right? You take the information that you learn from this, these podcasts that I put out, and you apply them to your lives, but always consult your physician, right? First, so getting involved in an exercise class is awesome because as we talk about one of the previous podcasts where I, where I talked about relationships, how you get involved in different exercise programs where there's other people, right? And then you're fostering these positive relationships. And so you got the exercise and then you've got the relationships that you're working on. So you're killing two, two, two birds in one stone in a sense, right? So it boosts moods again, uh, decreased feelings of loneliness. Uh, and it also improves self-esteem when you look better. Sometimes you feel better, right? When uh, even me, you know, I'm an older dude, but I still want to, to look decent in my clothes. I still want to uh, feel good about myself and I and I work on that and it's I don't think it has anything to do with arrogance It's just it, it just makes me a more more of a happy person when I feel good about myself And I've been working out since I was a kid. I've been working out since I was 
you know, 12, 13 years old, and I've continued that my entire life. And so exercise produces self-esteem. It just makes you feel good about yourself, right? It aids in weight loss and weight management as well. Again, there's an idea that 75% of, of weight loss or your body or being able to accomplish these great goals in exercise, 75% is diet and 25% is exercise. And so these, all these things go hand in hand, like I talk about all the time in these podcasts, right? You need to eat good because what eating good is going to do is heal your gut lining. It's going to um, get your metabolism working correctly. And for men that are suffering from things like um, low libido or or not being able to to um, uh, perform sexually, all those things, a lot of those things have to do with our what we've eaten, right? Um, the inflammation in our bodies and and these nerves that go into our area um, are clogged in a sense because of the stuff that we're eating. And you can look these up, these studies up yourself, right? A lot of the doctors prescribe Viagra and all these things. And a lot of times all we have to do is eat better. And it changes a lot of things, right? We start getting rid of that belly fat and then men start to perform more better um, uh, sexually toward their wives. Um, So studies show that 43%, there's a 43% reduction in a number of... um, mental health days like for example right by 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 exercising there's a 43 percent reduction in in um poor health mental days where somebody's messed up uh, mentally or depressed and all those things there's a 43 percent reduction just by exercising again because that serotonin level that that rises from exercise it is so important guys that that as we um that we incorporate some kind of exercise program into our lives, whether it's martial arts, whether it's boxing, whether it's just simply walking, whether it's lifting weights, swimming, yoga, Pilates. There's so many different things that we can do in order to to get more healthier and just feel better, right? 30 to 60 minutes of exercise is optimal, right? Me, these days, when I was young, when I was in my 20s, I would go to the gym, I'd spend two hours in the gym, right? I'd lift weights, I'd talk to everybody there. Um, I, would, I was a social butterfly, I'd walk around the gym and get to meet people, make friends and all those things. Now I'm in the gym for 30, 40 minutes tops. I'm in and out. You know, I go in, I get my exercise, um, I come home, I stretch, I take a shower, and I'm good. And I do that about five days a week, but I do that because I know that if I don't, I'm going to get attacked with depression. I'm going to get attacked with just not feeling good, right? And then you're more susceptible to to catching colds and and having weight gain and all those other things because we don't exercise, right? So the challenge is, right, to find what it is that you enjoy. Again, I talked about um, whether it's swimming, whether it's martial arts, whether it's boxing, whether it's, um, 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 you know, Uh, Tai Chi or yoga or whatever it is for you find it or simply just going out for walks There's so many benefits to just going out for a walk and clearing your mind You burn so many calories just by walking the belief is that you burn 100 calories per mile So you go for a two or three mile walk every single day, you know, you're burning almost 2,000 calories um, 2,000 calories a week And the saying is that 3,500 calories burnt per week 
is one pound loss. So if you walk 2,000 calories um, a day, um, 2,000 calories a week, and you reduce your calorie intake by 500 calories a day, you're dropping one to one and a half pounds a week. And that's simply just walking. You don't have to go and run vigorously. You don't have to build up this crazy sweat. You simply just get out there and walk. You're gonna burn 100 calories per mile, right? And then again, you reduce your calorie intake by say 500 calories a day, which is a couple of sodas for most people that drink soda every day. A soda has, you know, 200 calories. So if you dr stop drinking two sodas a day or, you know, or eating that additional bread at the table, you drop 500 calories per day from your diet, which in turn, you're gonna end up losing between one and a half and two pounds away per week, which is about right. So then you set goals, figure out what you wanna do. You set goals and you stick to those goals ultimately, right? And that's what it's all about. So there's this idea as you, the cycle of life, I call it, right? In your 20s, you can go all out with the weightlifting, with the running, with all those things. Again, it depends on your health level and where you are. But most healthy 20-year-olds can lift weights, can, can run, can swim, can do martial arts, can box, can do all those things, lose weight, uh, feel better. But again, it all comes down to where you are physically. If you're massively overweight, anything you do, you should take your time, right? You're not gonna jump into anything and become an animal overnight. You take your time, everything is in progression, right? You start off with lifting very light weight just to get used to it. Feeling that burn, that soreness when you wake up. And then you go 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds, and so on until you get to where you can do, um, you know, you're, you're, you're strong, you're a muscle, you're a beast in the gym. And those are 20 year olds. So again, 30 year olds, you got your weight training, you got your resistance training, you got your swimming, you got all those things. Again, you're still a, a pretty young person, so you can pretty much, you know, go for it. You know, if you're healthy, again, consult your physician. I always tell everybody that. In your 50s, you're working more on balance issues, um, aerobic exercises. Stretching is very important when you're in your 50s, right? Because you wake up in the morning, you're stiff, you're sore. So flexibility in all ages are very important, but you notice even more, you know, when I was in my 20s and my 30s, I never had issues as far as flexibility, um, lifting weights and all those things. But now if I don't stretch every day, I don't feel good. I get up, I'm sore, um, my muscles don't heal as fast, all those things. So I have to stretch every single day. And when you're in your 50s, you start noticing that, you start tripping extra and all those things because you start losing that equilibrium, your balance and all those things. And, and weight training, absolutely helps to stave some of those things off, right? So I recommend, I don't, if you're healthy enough, again, everything comes down to that, but for most people, weightlifting is awesome. You know, hire a health coach, hire a personal trainer. I'm here if you need help. Um, certified personal trainer, uh, certified health coach, and now working on a new certification to become a plant-based, certified in plant-based nutrition as well. So I can definitely help you. Just get started, that's the main thing. If I can encourage you uh, with anything, just jump in, jump in somewhere and get started, right? Make today the day that you're going to change your life. You know, go to the doctor, get checked, make sure that you're healthy enough to take this thing on. Start very slow. 
and change your diet, start drinking more water, start getting more sleep at night, figure out ways to reduce your stress. If that means finding a new job or if that means um, uh, letting go of some of those negative relationships, whatever it is um, that'll help you turn your life around, then do that, you know, because it's so important. Thank you guys for being a part of the taping. Have a great one.